Welcome, Welcome to, to Sharkcast, the Brandon no. Sanderson podcast. No, no, I'm your host, no. Yes, no. We have to keep this in. It's funny because earlier today I thought about doing the same thing. <laughs> nope. We're just a bunch of mega fans giving you the news and uh, our opinions on the cosplay. No, no, you screwed it up, you screwed it up, you screwed it up. With me today is, as always, is Ian. Hello, I'm very (laughs) That's not even how we do this anymore. (laughs) And Evgeny. Hello. And joining us for the first time ever is Eric. Uh, Welcome to Sharkcast, the Brandon Sanderson (laughs) podcast. We're a bunch of mega fans giving you the news discussion and, of course, a whole lot of opinions about Brandon's works and the Cosmere. I'm Eric, and joining me is Ian. We are keeping all of that in, right? <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm Weird Writer. Also joining me is Evgeny. Hello, I'm Eric. <laughs> and lastly, who tried to do a coup on Shardcast, <laughs> is Ben. Hi, guys. Uh, you know me as Brendan Sanderson on the forum. Yeah, that's definitely... Yeah, yeah, great. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Uh, this week, we are talking about more Words of Brandon from the Legion release. Uh, they... Clearly, our cast members are taking my words of goofing a little more, a little too seriously. <laughs> but let's go right into it. So this next one is talking about the cognitive realm and how it's the places between planets are compressed. And it's like, once space travel happens, will those expand? And Brennan's, no, it's that there's so few people there that it's not going to expand outside of space stations and such. And he also talks a little bit about the question about whether the space race will happen more or less quickly. If, like, if you know there are other planets out there with people, but you also have an easier way of getting to them, how will things turn out? Does the space race happen faster or slower? Right. Yeah. It's interesting because we've got some planets can access the cognitive realm much easier than others. And Mm -hmm, I think that's one of the reasons that I think we the the ones above are theorized to be Scadrian so strongly is because is one of the reasons that Scadrial doesn't have very easy way of getting to the cognitive realm, unlike Roshar, where it's pretty pretty easy. It's just like a bunch of well, mountains. I you mean, just it, go it to could and... be. I, it could be easy. We just haven't found Harmony's perpendicularity. Yeah, right? like it could be easy, <laughs> but it they're also theorized to be the. Skadrians, because we know they will definitely get FDL travel. Yes, we also know that sure. the, uh, the Skadrians definitely will get lots of spaceships so, in the you future. Know. For the record, I am opposed to the Skadrians as ones above theory. Your oh. your your concern is noted. Noted. <laughs> <laughs> Moving it's, on. And I, I do think that Roshar is going to get the FDL tech because the Fabrials are very good for that. Yeah, but it's really easy to get to the cognitive realm in Yeah, but, with with else colors. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean who know who knows how the end of Stormlight will be if there will That's be true. more else colors. Maybe, maybe. Cool. Moving on, as I said. <laughs> yes. Steel Dancer returns <laughs> from the first episode of of this shardcast because yes. he was not made enough fun of. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And and we love you, Steel. Asks whether if you combine a steel compounder and an edge dancer. And Brandon goes, oh, here we go. And the uh, audience laughs. <laughs> and, then, and then Brandon, for some reason, says, open bracket, audience laughs, close bracket. That's a weird yeah. thing to say, Brandon. What could it mean? We don't know. <laughs> um, so how fast could they go? Asks Steel. <sighs> Eric, if you just want to edit in like the Sonic theme tune at this point. 
<laughs> just in the background. This just video the background. has been flagged for copyright infringement. <laughs> <laughs> gotta go fast. Yeah. <laughs> they could go quite fast, says Brandon, annoyed at the presumed assumption by the steel dancer. <clears throat> Uh, not quite superhero level fast, but pretty fast. So they're not gonna like outrace an atomic bomb. They're not the Flash, but they can they can go fast. Yeah, cool, cool. Next one is from Slow Swift. Um, Hi, hey Slow Swift. It's like we have a lot of people from Utah who are in uh the Seventeen Shard and the Discord. It's crazy. It's shocking. Uh, I know. Connection on Scadrial. If you try to use it in a neutral zone, so presumably like not Scadrial. No, like, as in, this land is not claimed by any nation. Oh. What if you read the answer to the damn question? (laughs) Brandon then says, a neutral zone between nations? I will refer that. It is something I have considered. Hey, crazy. Oh, I guess he's just kind of asking if it works similar to Cellless Magic, where is it tied to, like, the country you're in? Guess? Yeah. Yeah. And it's Mm -hmm. not. It's like if you tapped it in international waters. Yeah, right. You don't have a connection to any specific nation, sure. Yeah, but the laws also don't apply in international waters, so you can just do anything if you want. You know, you could burn steel and get... I'm not sure you that's, how how that's how international waters that... Nah, I'm pretty sure that's how that works. <laughs> the laws of the Cosmere don't work there. <laughs> Look, that's just because you're British, Ben. Like, you, of course you don't think the laws apply to you, because you just draw maps and just do... Like, yeah, that, the maps look good here. Yeah, it's like, yeah this, this country yeah. now has our law. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Are we just going to see Zeth kill a lot of people in the next book? And Brandon says, oh, Zeth has some better influences than he's had in a long while. He did have some good influences early on, but it's been a long time since he's had as good influences as he now has. I wouldn't count Nightblood as one of those, but at the same time, he's had worse influences than Nightblood. Jesus. (laughs) Good God, Zeth. I'm sorry. Who's a worse influence than the guy who wants to murder everyone all the time? <laughs> to be fair, the stone shamans. Uh, yeah. For the record, Terra Vangian, who ordered him to kill a whole bunch of people. You're not. Look, you're Terra not Vangian wrong. is a star among us. <laughs> <laughs> not really. It makes me sad every time Brandon refers to Terra Vangian as a villain, and I'm like, no, I like him though. I like His him. plan was terrible. Technically, he's an anti-villain because. He, in a way, explain. Because <laughs> he's trying to do the right thing the wrong way. Like it, it's like he feels like he has no choice but to do the wrong thing. Okay, great. Next question. <laughs> so, Queen Asudan. Ah, Sweden. Not no, Asudan. That, is, <laughs> that is not what Brandon says. I don't care what Brandon says. Oh, do you mean do you mean Queen Asudan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Asudan. Yeah, Queen Asudan. Asudan. Who's this character? Asudan. That's exactly what's there. That's what I just said. Asudan. No, you- not Asudan. <laughs> what? Okay. Wait, what? No, you said Asudan. She's getting better. Asudan. Asudan. He's like, getting better. Same. Difference. Which is different. Okay. Asudan. <sighs> okay. Queen Asudan. All of Asudan. this is staying in, and you can just see the madness. Like, what? <laughs> what? Is, what? What? What just happened? Queen. Welcome, welcome to a preview. A pronunciation cast. When we see her in Kolinar, seems to have some knowledge of Gavilar's doings and his plans. And given Gavilar's propensity for trying to marry his children to members of secret societies, as seen with Yasna and Amaram, was Queen Asudin a member or affiliate of the Sons of Honor? Rafo. 
That is an excellent question, though. It is. Yes. Do, do we think that uh, Aesodon, uh was? I think, if anything, she was a daughter of honor. <laughs> <laughs> You're being presumptuous. <laughs> So you think she's a so winner? The friend. Sons of Honor were very, uh, you know, it was a sausage party at the Sons of Honor. <laughs> I mean, like, that's that's in the name, right? Yeah. 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 The no, okay, not gonna go there. Um, <laughs> this is this is also so Aesodon's maybe affiliation with the Sons of Honor was also touched in the Keeping Up with the Colleens part yep. two. I was gonna say yep. I don't know if this question was inspired by that Keeping Up with Colleens because you definitely talked about this but if we it was did. well done for asking that and if it wasn't then also well done for asking that. Yeah. Yeah. No good. Good question. And if you haven't listened to that and you somehow saw the future don't because that's of the enemy. Yes. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Moving away from Roshar but also staying on Roshar <laughs> we have a question about whether people age in the cognitive realm and how that happens because Azure is a thing now um, yep. and Brandon says that people do age in the cognitive realm asterisk which is an interesting thing to say Brandon because last episode we figured out that Azure's blade's name was asterisk <laughs> and now you bring it up again <laughs> in the context of Azure Mm, coincidence oh my god <laughs> if, if you get stabbed by asterisk you stop aging in the cognitive realm ah Easy. okay yeah that's nailed what he's it. mean that's what he means there nailed it <laughs> <laughs> with the nail gun <laughs> from nail yeah the herald easy excellent cool it, do, do we do we have any actual analysis on that one? <laughs> oh yeah the question we can talk oh yeah about yeah the um <laughs> yeah uh i mean you do age but asterisk differently uh, Maybe differently. Yeah. My, my assumption has always been, hey, space works differently in the cognitive, so shared time also does work differently. Maybe like, yeah. maybe like sometimes it's compressed and sometimes it's like normal time, maybe? I don't know. Eh. Like maybe time is ex- compressed in the same way space is compressed. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, right. Because space time. Yeah, that, that seems reasonable. Mm-hmm. Like if you're walking, you know, off a planet, then maybe that time is being literally being compressed for you. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. No, I I dig that. That that seems yeah. reasonable. I like that a lot, actually. Yeah, I could see that. Cool. Um. So, uh, this questioner wants to know that Hoyt knew all of the sixteen. Well, we know that Hoyt knew all of the original vessels, all sixteen of the original vessels. Uh, was he involved in their little? We're gonna go shatter Elanelsium thing. And um, Brenner says mm-hmm. involved under loose definitions. Yes, and that's I mean, interesting because. We have we know that Hoyd was there. Yep. Was Hoyd We also know that he was not the weapon. Yep. But and if it was he, his idea, he's not involved like technically he's involved with their plans because they're his plans. Like he was he was an Aristotle and he wrote about the philosophy of shattering Adonalsium. This makes it seem like Hoyd was not literally wielding the weapon, I'm, as we just suggested. Unless they slipped it in his pocket. I'm gonna... <laughs> this is one of the reasons that having Arcanum is amazing, because we can listen to the audio, because I have a feeling Brandon might be being facetious here, where he's being, like, involved, and under loose condition definitions, yes. Like, implying he was very involved. So, I'm gonna go listen to that audio. Okay. Okay, so I just went and listened to the audio because I thought maybe Brandon was being sarcastic, and I don't think he was. Yeah. Great. Which is okay. strange, because they're kind of 
kills off. He was the wielder of the weapon thing, because but I really like it. Does, that it theory. really does? Yeah, right. <laughs> like, uh, like it's not sarcastic. Like it seems like he's less involved than we perhaps think. Hmm. Unless maybe maybe he tried to stop them. Maybe I don't know. What if what if he was involved in the sense that he was originally involved? So we we do have a word of Brandon that Hoyt was offered a shard and he yeah denied right. it. Right. And we've been assuming that this was after the share. So they break Idonosian oh. down and, and they go, hey, ho, you want, you want this piece? And they're like, nah, man. Yeah. What if it was before where they go, okay, we're going to do this thing. Hey, ho, you want, you want in? And then he's like, nah, man. And then they go on and do the thing. Hmm. And so maybe, That's an interesting idea. Maybe it's a little more involved, like there was actual planning going on. And at some point, Hoyt was like, okay, we've talked about this for half an hour. I'm not feeling it. I'm out. I would compare that more to uh, Kaladin being involved in the El Hakar assassination thing and then, like, mm. turned yep. against that yeah, kind like of that. thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. But but how much did they know if they killed Aiden Elsium that they would shatter into this many pieces? Like, uh, how much did they actually know? What? Yeah. And I mean, the, yeah. there's also the possibility that uh, kind of the reverse of what you were saying, uh, Evgeny, where he wasn't involved in the planning at all and then kind of came in near the end and kind of just not like stumbled upon it, but kind of he like, wasn't involved up, in the be like, what up guys? Oh, we killing this god. Let me join in. Whee! And then like that. Yeah. Or or he was an unwilling participant as well. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. A lot of possibilities there. There is. Cool. So good question, but the answer is like, well, <laughs> thanks, well so it, thanks, it does Brandon. actually change our perception. It, it does. does. So it does. I guess it. it eliminates possibilities. Yep. Look. Process of elimination. We'll get to the truth eventually. <laughs> In 30 Maybe. years. Can't wait. 30 till years. Yeah, when he writes Dragonsteel. Can't yep. wait till uh, 50 and I finally know what happens with Hoyd. Yep. <laughs> Next question. Was Irithiru created by honor? Brandon. Raffo. Okay. Okay. Next swap. I, I think it has to, by the way. Because it's, it's so <laughs> specific and Radiance didn't exist. It prior. does seem difficult for it to be created by human hands. Oh, yeah. I, I definitely do not think it was created by Pan. It was definitely magically created. But <sighs> okay, uh, sure. Honor doesn't have to have been the one <laughs> that did it. Okay, sure. There's there's a lot going on with Erythir and Rosha. Yep, mm-hmm. I agree. Yep, we will we that we will definitely read and definitely find yeah. out later because there are lots of mysteries. Cool. Okay. So this next questioner asked about what happens if a gold fairing gets electrocuted. Would he still get paralyzed or heal or react normally? And Brandon's basically saying that word of Brandon Cannon, it would they would act exactly the same because it's technically not damaging anything. Mm. So it's not damaging the muscles. Yeah. It's just how muscles work. Yeah. So you can stun them yep. that way. Interesting. It is interesting, yep. That's cool. Cool. Not much to talk about in this one. So we're going to move on to a Scadrial question. <laughs> move on from Scadrial to Scadrial. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess. The question who's, was specifically who's, about Gold Fairy. <laughs> who's that not Cosmere character who's not paying any attention to what's yeah. going on? His name's Evgeny. Nailed it. <laughs> Woo! Plus one to me. Cool. Hint number one. He's speaking right now. So one of the things we know about Mistborn powers is that 
they get weaker over time through the bloodlines. It happened the first time Alamancers were created. It's happening yep. now with Era 2. Questioner asks whether that's going to continue moving on to the point where in Era 3 and Era 4, the powers are so weak, they're practically useless. Uh, to which Brandon says that there is essentially a maximum level of dilution. So there's probably a, a decay curve where the powers grow weaker very quickly and then it kind of stops and practically doesn't get any weaker. So Era 3 is not going to have that problem and they're also going to try to figure out a way around that. Yeah. So there was a previous word of Brandon that, where he said that Era 2 is about as diluted as it's going to get. Hmm. Yep. Maybe, yeah. Uh, but there was nope, also another one from this event that touched on this, where he said that once you get Era 4 and you get Scadrians interbreeding with other planets, then it's going to become a factor again. Yeah, yeah. He, and th- he also said the Southern Continent in that one, too, Ian. Oh, uh, yeah, right, right. Yeah, so I, I think this maximum level dil- of dilution is just because that genetic propensity of that magic is just roughly equally spread mm-hmm. in the population. Yeah. And so, like, it can't get diluted anymore. But if you add, like, a ton of other people that's now interbreeding, it's then gonna, it can decay more. Yeah, like, uh, if you right? expand the population. Oh, because everyone is kind of on the same level now, and it can't yeah. go any yeah. lower. Yeah. Right. But if you go to other planets, and then that to a group that doesn't have any genetic propensity to that, yeah. Yeah, then it would get lower. Okay. I wonder if... It'd be spread out more. I wonder if he's... Because he's talked about how he doesn't... The, the, this is as lower the power level gets, but I wonder if once those uh, those more populations come in, it'll just become rarer, and we'll keep the same power level, because you don't want to get to the point oh, where sure. Alamancy is just rubbish and doesn't do anything. Like, I think there's a certain threshold where it's like, below that point, you just don't have the magic. Yeah. Like, it, or it won't there's manifest. a threshold where, you know, you needed the mist to snap you. Like, that's mm-hmm. a totally different power level than yeah. we have right now, right? Yeah. Like, where you need outside intervention to help you be an Alamancer. Yeah. yeah. Right? Uh, but, I mean, they'll just have a mechanical access to the... Exactly. You know, they'll just the, have... The, the thing, so it doesn't really right. even matter for everyone. Yeah. No, the medallion. Yep. Moving on! Cool. Okay, so this next one just basically is quite a similar taser question. Would a Chandra react the same if it was tased? And Brandon said... Welcome to TaserCast! <laughs> if they're not <laughs> expecting it, then they would react the same. But if they are expecting it, uh, they may be able a bit more resilient to it. Questioner then asks if it would be an effective revealing method. And Brandon said he's going to raffo that because he's raffoing everything to do with identifying Chandra in the future. Um, which we talked about last time. Which we talked or not about. last time, but in the Fanex one. Yeah, where he said he doesn't want a blood test to be able to reveal them, but he's, yep. he does it. So he hasn't quite canonized this yet. Yeah, this yep. is this is mostly Brandon making sure he doesn't say anything too early and then have yeah. to have to retcon it essentially. Well, in in era four, yeah. which is safe. That's good. it. Makes sense because I mean, identifying Kandre is going to be a is going to be something that's like story related, and so he doesn't want to write him. He doesn't want to canonize himself out of a potential story beat because yeah as much as he does abide by his rules the story comes first the rule of awesome yes yep great on this next one uh so many schedule things aluminum is eventually going to become more cheap to produce is everyone just going to have resistance to uh brandon that is definitely something that's going to affect the future but do also remember that as the powers become more accessible to people who weren't born with them you have both more resistance to them and more widespread use of them, which is going to change how things act out. Mechanical usage of uh, the metallic arts. Yeah, like, 
yeah, more people are resistant, but it's also easier to use. Whereas now, like, you don't really need that much aluminum to, like, defend yourself, because there's not that many Alamancers. Right, it's yeah. just not, not that many threats. Oh, okay. But, like, if you can... If you can buy it on the streets and like, hey, now I'm a soother, right? Okay, yeah. I was going to say, I was really confused then. I'm sitting there and I'm like, what does this question mean by, is everybody just going to be at resistance to? And I thought like he's implying, are people going to be resistance to aluminium? Yeah. And I'm like, what are you? Uh, but then he means- No, no, no. He, resistance to aluminium. He, yeah. He's asking if, if when alum- aluminium becomes more cheaper to use, can everyone just buy a tinfoil suit and a Nuru's, you know, just- Stop being so British. Yeah. <laughs> The only the only reason we brought Ben is because there's aluminum questions in here. <laughs> yeah. I try every time you guys say aluminum, I'm like, say aluminum, say it. Just just try and fit it in a sentence somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you take us back to the only world that matters, Ian? Yeah. So this next questioner asked about uh, Tara's dad. Tara is Kelsier's ex girlfriend. Oh, Kelsier's ex. I thought, I thought you didn't world hop. <laughs> no, Tara's the world hopper now, guys. Well, no, so Tara could have world hopped Skedriel. Guy, I think Tara's a dragon. That's that's why she left Kaladin. <laughs> <laughs> this whole story about a, a safe job in like a mansion somewhere? No. 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 Okay. No, it so, was Renault's Remo- Re- Re- mansion. Was Kaladin's ex girlfriend. There we go. Oh, okay. And it, this question is just about. Her dad, have we seen him on screen? Do we know his name? To watch Brandon Raffo's both. Yeah, because it's Kilsier. <laughs> Tara World Hopper confirmed. Kiss her daddy. Confirmed. Oh, okay. <laughs> those both those are mutually exclusive events. Tara is not Kelsier's lover and Yeah, moving on. I don't think you understand. Moving the on. Youth. Moving on. Next question. <laughs> Can every cognitive shadow be affected by silver? Asks an unknown questioner. Raffo, good question, says Brandon. I mean, silver affecting the shades is weird. So yeah, that's that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yep. And obviously it would be Raffo, but yeah. It would cool. Yeah, it'd be cool to know that. Good you question though. That. Brandon yeah. says so. Because yeah. then it would make that okay. silver chain in that place in cognitive. Silvery realm. metal. Sorry, chain. silvery metal chain. Making it being silver would make more sense if or it warded off all cognitive shadows. Which didn't we think that that seems dumb? Did did didn't we have a thing about it being dragon steel, or was that just we a had theory? a theory that it there's, was dragon steel? There's theories that it could be a few things. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. well, okay, but I, I think silver doing things to shades is more a function of the weirdness of shades. And how they're yeah, like maybe. ghosts yeah. in the cog- in the physical realm. Sure. I don't yeah, think yeah. it would like stabbing a returned with a silver knife would do much. Other than, you know, just uh, being stabbed. Yeah, yeah like <laughs> I mean the shades yeah, the shades are weird, but silver it's also a pretty arbitrary metal. Yeah. Yeah. So Rafa, good question. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Next brand next word of Brandon. Next, Brendan. Can a returned be made from Stormlight? To which Brendan said, how would you count the heralds? The question says, I haven't read much, so I don't really know what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Great one, questioner. Let us tell you about it, dear (laughs) questioner. (laughs) So, Brendan then replies, in the Stormlight books, there is a set of people who are constantly reborn into full-sized grown bodies that are being created for them. 
would you recount that as being returned? Or do you count returned? What's your definition, right? You can create something that is returned-like, but your definition of what a returned is and what is not is going to be involved in that. So the most important bit about this is that the heralds are reborn into bodies that are created for them. Yeah. Which... The important part is not what the questioner was asking <laughs> at all. <'cause... laughs> yeah. Although I would like us to talk about that because that's also an okay, interesting thing to talk about. Okay. Yeah. I think it's phrased a little weird. But yeah, so we were wondering when we were talking about the heralds, like, wait, they're cognitive shadows? How do they have bodies then? Yes. What? That they're... doesn't make sense. But no, they're apparently like literally new bodies are being created yeah. for them. There was there was a long time where people thought that potentially they possessed human bodies of people that currently existed. And then that was only strengthened when we found out the fused come back by possessing bodies on Roshar. Yeah, uh, but also, but they... then look very specific yeah they also yeah um but then yeah this completely kills any potential theories that the heralds possess people the heralds get their own bodies back for the record i, I was a big proponent of the possession theory same yeah i think that was one do, of the things do, we really agree doesn't on. this mean that to get back to braze they then at the end of a desolation they just have to die yes well not necessarily not necessarily like, they could they're all heralds like they can they have transportation. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Like, yeah, two of yeah, them okay. can switch over. Oh, yeah. No, sorry. My, my, no, that, that was stupid what I said. Okay. Because uh, it's just if you die, then they will make a new body for you. And they probably had bodies on Braze for their hide and seek game. Probably. <laughs> God, I hate that. Or they might not have done it because Braze is not really hospitable to humanoid yeah. life. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we got that. Uh, so let's talk about can a return be made from stormlight? Uh, this I wouldn't freight. So returned, right? They are what, what yeah. are the components there? There's a physical body, there is yep, a cognitive yep. shadow, and there yep. is a yep. divine breath, which is a bunch of investiture that sticks right. the two together. Yeah, correct. Staples. Going off this definition alone, there yes. is no reason why you wouldn't be able to use stormlight. Right, it's just a large amount of stormlight to replace the divine breath, yep. sort of thing. Now, the only yeah. component that's missing here is the intent, yeah, or the coloration or the flavor of investiture, and yeah. the fact that endowments investiture is well endowing. It is there to give right. things yeah, yeah, such yeah. as life back, where honors might not be as good. Honors is an kind of an oath to bring them back. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I would just, I would assume that, given enough power, that you could definitely do that. But yeah, yeah I think endowment would be easier to work with there, of course, which is what happens. Possibly, there. and as we see, probably with Kelsier, the hemodrix spikes act like the divine breath, the the glue keep him keeping him in the body. Oh, yeah, as a glue. Didn't we yeah, have that's an interesting a idea. question just along those lines about Kelsier specifically? There's an impression in my head, because I thought about this exact thing, and there's an impression in my head that there was a wob that said, no, that's not what's happening there. I don't remember it. Hmm. I don't know. It's possible. Okay, I'm yeah. not going to do research onto this right now, but yeah. I'll take a look and maybe I'll like leave a comment on the podcast when it comes out or something. Yeah, sounds good. Okay, cool. This next question is, of course, y you know, you got to go back to the classics. You got to ask about Nightblood and assigning, and you got to ask, was the Black Sphere the Kavalar <laughs> gave to Ashenai? Did it contain the same thing he gave to Zeth? Brandon, 
Yes, a question I can answer about the Black Sphere. <laughs> Questioner, the same contents? Brandon, yes. Coincidentally, Brandon's first response was also our collective response. Yes, a question, <laughs> a question you can, can answer. answer about the Black Sphere. Yeah. So the same things in there, so uh, not an unmade, right? Unless Great, he's cool. got a couple of unmades in his pockets. But no, it would just not be one the unmade same split into a few. unmade. It wouldn't be the same thing. That's One right. Unmade, Ooh. split up into pieces. Unless but it wouldn't be the same thing because it would be different be pieces of an unmade. Yeah, it's, it's like a left hand and a right hand are different things. Right. Look here. Look right. Strongly listen, debatable. Listen it. Right. This being said, I I continue to support the the idea that it is now just yeah void spread. Or void light. I void light. Or void light. <laughs> void light. Void light. Well, there could be a void spren in there. V- void light is more in line with his response here. Mm-hmm. I'm in camp, not an unmade. <laughs> not no unmade. Yeah, no. Re- reading this, void light makes the most sense, especially with the clarification that so same contents. Yes. Yeah. Not. Oh, not sure. But I mean, he same kind of content. Like uh, I I don't know how specific Brandon would be yeah. there, but yeah, you're you're right. I that does think seem more there is room for in, for interpretation. I I think it yeah. could be just two void spread of the same type. I also think that this response suggests a little more that is just the same thing, and so is void light. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. It's not it's not the same level as counter evidence as the herald's yeah. question from above. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just thinking. So, Brandon, like, we had the reveal of Vo- Void Light in Oathbringer. We know what Void Light is. Why would Brandon still be, not just out of the books, but in the book, still keeping the contents of the Black Sphere a mystery? It's but then I'm thinking, up. but then, yeah, and I'm also thinking that he thought it was going to be really obvious what was in the Black Sphere after Oathbringer, so that kind of doesn't apply. So I'm like, <sighs> Brandon likes trolling us. Yeah. For the record... <laughs> There would be no opportunity in the books for anybody to make that realization, because we only ever see yeah. those in the prologue, which is yeah. before right. we learn yeah. what Void Light is. Like literally, maybe the- we'll get it in Zeth's book. Though I was going to say, like, like, it could be a thing. Literally, right. our only opportunity would have been Zeth being like, "Oh man, those crazy magic Pashendi are glowing, sure, like that black sphere that Gavilar gave me six years ago that I that I hid, that I hid somewhere safe in like which under a natural." <laughs> That's natural dialogue. Yeah, that's definitely, yeah. Yeah, no, just, guys, <laughs> guys, book five, prologue. I don't want oh, to yeah, yeah, book yeah, five. Yeah. Gavilar's that's... like, let me go to my void light. Let me go to buy Dimitri, who's actually still under Kolinar, and get some void light. <laughs> He's like, sup, here's another sphere. Give this to another Thanks. random person. Thanks. It's a good thing you're not splitting yourself up into different pieces <laughs> in the black spheres. That'd be ridiculous. <laughs> that's future dialogue. Easy. Yeah. Quality. Great. Speaking of prologues, let's go to this next one. Yep. And so this questioner asks about in the prologue of the first book, it's mentioned that one of his the head of his body of Gavilar's bodyguard is one of the greatest swordsmen in the realm. And then we get Words of Radiance, which emphasizes so much on duels, but that guy's never mentioned. And basically asking, like, did Seth kill him during the assassination? And Renan's like, a conscious decision on my part. I'm going to raffle it, but not for any good reason. Just a little reason. I might make reference to it. I might not. Which that's huh, that's helpful. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks, right. Brandon. 
Oh, it, it, when I read this, all I could think back was, have you have you guys read the Game of Thrones books? Y- yeah. Yeah, and how much in it do like the the best swordsmen in the realm factor in, like of the yeah. house? And I'm like, there comes a toy a lot, and I'm like, oh yeah, we've just never really had stuff like that. Like Gavilar, considering the best. how much colon crap that we've had, like, geez, yeah, we never get. You think that would come up at some point? Yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe he's just dead. Like, <laughs> he might have just died yeah, of old age. Eh, we'll find out, or we won't. Yeah. Great, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out, or we won't. Why don't that, we? That sums up all these questions. We'll find out, <laughs> yeah. or we won't. Welcome to the new 15 second format of Shardcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll find out, or we won't. Black Sphere, huh? <laughs> Whatever. We all die in the end, so what does it matter? <laughs> cool. All right, let's um, let's move away from Roshar and into Roshar. <laughs> uh, question. Shocking, shocking. Get it? Taser cast. Hey, hey, hey! Nail gun. Something, something. <laughs> um, question about the noises Spren make in the physical realm, specifically pattern, because pattern doesn't have vocal cords. How does it make noise? Uh, and the short answer is he does. Like, it's not just a projection in people's minds. He actually vibrates the air and those vibrations hit people's eardrums. Like, he makes he makes actual noise. Yep. Good to know. Good Which, enough. yeah. how does that work with Cell? Because Cell can hide from people. Like, would you still be able to record her voice? Hmm. Good question. <laughs> Um, oh, if she's in when, the mode, she's, she's invisible. Yeah, yeah. Like, if she has not appeared to you, so you can't hear her, could you still record her voice? I'm gonna say no, because I'm gonna say when she's not visible, there's probably a bit of like cognitive or spiritual thing yep. happening where she's talking to you through those. Like, huh. there is a That's distinction weird. between you know the way that Patton and Sil manifest. So there's probably it's a, you can always just write stuff up as spiritual mumbo jumbo. But like he Brandon explicitly says, you could record the vibrations that pattern and Sil. Yeah, but Sil does like there are moments when Sil appears to more people than just Kaladin, and yeah. you can yeah. hear her, and you can then, according to this, obviously record her. Whereas if she retracts. Like, I can't, maybe you guys can, but I can't think of a moment where she is visible to and detectable to some people, like, to more than just Kaladin, but not to everyone in the area. Well, hmm. there's a scene in Words of Radiance where it's like, she's visible to Kaladin, Rock, and, like, Teft, and, like, she specifically reveals herself to Sigzil. Hmm. In the chasms? In the chasms. And that's what you're what, thinking. What I'm thinking is that whatever is stopping the people who she's made herself invisible to, whatever is stopping them from seeing or hearing her, probably also applies to a recording device. Hmm. That's an interesting I, point. Though. I will yeah. concede that it's an interesting point to clarify. Yeah. Yeah, cool. for sure. Cool. Just cool. because, like, pattern is always visible, whereas yeah. Sil has much more control yeah. over that. Yeah. In in is, the extremes, yeah. I think it is clear that in one case she is only a voice in Kaladin's head, in the yeah. other end, she is an actual voice speaking to people. Yeah. What happens in the middle? Yeah, good that's question. Interesting. Yeah, because like mm. obviously when she's a sword or a spear, like it's to t- talking in the Yep. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah. Specifically into the mind of the radiant. Yep. Yep. 
Cool. Uh, so this next one's from Wallen, who from who's yep. on our Discord. Hey, Wallen. Yep. Hi. Hi again. <laughs> Can a Farukamist tell whose metal mind it is when it is not their own, based on the identity? Brennan says that is theoretically possible, but they just can't tell. Just like a rule, it's not automatic. Which, interestingly enough, this question, this exact question, was asked twice at this event. Really? Yes. Hmm. But, I mean, they can tell that it's invested, but, uh, yeah, you'd have to go through some extra hoops to determine who it was, right? Yeah. Like, that makes sense. I think but, that's just... Like, it's possible. Yeah. I, I, yeah. So... Yeah. That's really interesting to me, that they are... That it is possible. Like, I wouldn't have yeah. thought anything in Furukami would tell you whose identity you're looking at. Like, well, telling it you that it's someone else's... That's, it doesn't that's, have to be... It doesn't have to be Ferrochemi that allows you to distinguish, to identify the exact identity. But, like, uh, the uh, question the, is, can a Farukamist tell? Yeah. Well, sure, if they acquire this magic system. <laughs> That's, I guess, the spirit of the <laughs> question. They, they put it in their, 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 their identity detector machine well, from Eric 4. Well, I am glad and <laughs> Brandon always follows the spirit of the questions. <laughs> and is never but I, I think, Ian, I think Ian doesn't have a... He, he does have a point. Uh, what is interesting to me here is whether a ferrochemist, just plain old vanilla ferrochemist, can take two metal mines that are not their own and go, these belong to the same person, these belong to different people. Ooh, yes. That'd be really interesting to find oh, out. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. do they kind of have a like a like a pulse to them, kind of like bronze burning? So, well, it's, it's yeah. not really like a pulse. You just have like this intuitive sense mm. that, like uh, about it. That you can use the metal mind, or you can't. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that that that's kind of how it works. But yeah, no, that that's interesting. It's a good question to add to your list. Yep, yep. This next one: Would a person holding a large amount of breaths be less influenced by emotional allomancy? Brandon, yes, that's book signing canon on that one. If you understand that phrase, Brandon, you like just started. Using he literally that just started using this <laughs> phrase. No, that's not even <laughs> the phrase he just started using. He started using word of Brandon canon. Word, word <laughs> this of is like completely evolved. Like, yeah, come on. I mean, Let's, you could yeah. even say it's the Arcanon. Not yet. No, I like that. I like that. I caught up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like it. I like that. I like it. We're gonna Great. we're gonna start tagging things now. Absolutely. Arcanon. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Next one. Okay. So this is a very interesting question to me. Is it? Yes. <laughs> I wouldn't know any. Ian's a crazy know. person, so. Well, obviously, like, I'm the only person on this podcast that knows who the Berenstain Bears are. I'm so, yeah. telling you that I'm with you since, like, the first 14 times you brought him up. <laughs> no. Okay. All right, let's read the question. Okay, so, in the cognitive realm, would be they be the Berenstain Bear or Berenstain Bears? To which Brennan replies, excellent question. The Mandela effect in the cognitive realm. Depends on if the authors are still alive, will influence it. But the way the Cosmere works, I'm going to go with the way most people say it. So Baron Stain Bears, probably. That would override. Oh, this is like GIF and GIF. Not no. really. Because the creator feels one way. No. Like no. Pronunciation? No. I don't I don't know what any I don't know what the Okay, so you let don't, me explain. don't you don't need to know. Don't worry about it. It's crazy people think that the dimension hoppers exist. Okay, let me explain. <laughs> okay, so there is a children's a, a series of children's books called The Berenstain Bears. And okay. it's if you look it up on the books it's called 
written out Berenstain Bears. There is a significant portion of the population that remembers it being Berenstain Bears, myself included. And so there's this theory that, like, people jumped realities, like, shifted timelines. That part's really weird. (laughs) But it's called the Mandela Effect because there is a significant portion of the population that remembers Nelson Mandela dying in prison in the 90s. Which didn't happen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I was like, how does Nelson Mandela get involved in this? <laughs> into the Paris There's also the like movie a- Interview with a with a Vampire, which isn't called Interview with a Vampire. It's called Interview with the Vampire. That's another example. Of yeah, it, and it's just jumping like, dimensions. I think that's just an example of English being dumb. Yeah. Yeah, and it's dealing with this what's actually real. <laughs> I vividly remember it being the Berenstein Bears, and like on the books. Being spelled Berenstein Bears. Okay, but sure. That's but not human memory is an extremely fickle thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, I don't. I don't remember involved. these children's stories at all. So, I don't <laughs> but know. like, there are there are plenty of of like that's why eyewitness testimony is such garbage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because they're like, oh yeah, I totally saw that person there. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. But it being like that's so widespread. Yeah, like half the population mm-hmm. at that point do. Is human memory that bad? Yeah. So this uh, it's interesting that this would af- this would affect things in the cognitive realm if enough people were wrong about something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And I know there are certain people in the fandom that, oh, perception isn't that important to certain mm. things. Whereas, like, yes, yes, perception yeah. is always important. I, yeah. I think most yeah. of us would argue that it's a, a reasonably critical important. pillar of how the invested arts work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Oh, this is one of my favorites. Great. Let's talk about the wrenches and hammers now. <laughs> Great. I, I'm sick of talking about bears. <laughs> um, somebody asks Brandon whether a wrench that is constantly used to hit things would consider itself to be a hammer. <laughs> also fits within the, the cognitive realm, how things see. Right. See itself. Right. So that's great. It's like we planned this. We didn't, but it's like we did. No. <laughs> what is real? Nobody knows. It could just be the same questioner. Or, or that, I mean. Yeah, that, that, that also makes sense. <laughs> like, <laughs> If you want to rain on my parade, okay. Yeah, I will, happily, <laughs> all the day, every day. Okay, Storm Puppy. What? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Storm Puppy. <laughs> wrenches and hammers. Yes. And hitting things with them. Uh, one, don't do it, kids. But two... Brandon says, I'm not sure if I would phrase hammer, but yes. And then goes on a short explanation that when, when there's, there's a linguistic barrier here. When objects say, I am this thing, there's a lot more that's being conveyed in these words than just the word itself. So when the stick says, I'm a stick, it's, it's a lot more than, than just that. There's the whole identity being conveyed in that sentence. Mm-hmm. And right. so... That wrench that's being used to hit people on the head, it's it's probably not going to see itself as a hammer. It's going to see itself as a wrench that's being used to hit people. Yeah. Yeah. I would phrase things slightly different than you. It's it's something that's fundamentally nonverbal being interpreted right. by a person's brain as speech. Yep. Yeah. Psh- yeah, for sure. Oh, 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 I see what you're saying. Okay, sure. Yeah, so it's yeah. like trying to convert like this concept of stick. Our brain just says stick. Okay, right. Okay, 
So gr- the next one, Green Rover asks, can you soul cast things like plastic using the oil essence? Brennan says, no, no, no. Things into plastic. Sorry, can you pl- can you soul cast things into plastic? Like from like from the oil essence. Brennan says, yes, you could. You could soul, thang- soul cast things to plastic. You need to work with the magic, but you could. Which well, yeah. makes sense. You should be yeah. able to ca- soul cast anything except like god metals and stuff. Yeah. For obvious reasons. Right. Just or, yeah. remember if you do that, remember to soul cast the things back from plastic into something recyclable because we have a problem. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could soul cast the plastic into wood. And that would be yeah, a that, that, that's, that's what I'm saying. You just just soul cast yeah. back. <laughs> yeah. I really like yeah, the idea right. of just of just someone going around trolling everyone by soul casting everything into aluminium. And then it can't be soul parts back. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> he's like, I'm just going to everything that into would aluminium. probably ta- take more power than it's worth it. But for the few times that you do do that, it's quality. It's a great prank, like in the in the Radiance fret house to, to soul cast your entire buddy's room to aluminium. I feel like both the Else Collars and Lightweavers do, uh, do not organize themselves like a college frat Look, party. you say this. But what are Radiant Orders if not prayer houses? Come on, think about it. A lot of <laughs> other things. <laughs> Moving on! <laughs> I expect that there's at least one Radiant Order that is basically a frat house. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The Pondsmiths, of course. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, no, now I'm wondering. Because <laughs> like, no, okay, fine. Green Rover asks, during the storm that Kaladin was in Shalon. <laughs> in with Shalon. Let's let's yeah. He was in with Shalon in book two. (laughs) During the storm, the Calden was in with Shalon in book two. Those two massive walkers we saw are those Parshendi, Unmade, or Spren. Brandon, Spren with the caveat that might not mean they aren't Unmade because that's not an either or. Because Unmade are Spren, right? This is very interesting. This is this is good information because these stormwalkers, storm striders. I think this chapter was titled "Storm Riders." Storm striders. Storm striders. I I coined that term. Noise. Wasn't it the title of the chapter? Nope. That is a fan term. Really? Yep. Because they're I, always described as striding, so we call them I've, storm I've, striders. Oh, yeah. okay. I've I've gone back okay. like four times to verify. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll trust you. I'll trust you then. So. Uh, but we really have learned nothing about them since yeah like what it's nice to know they're spren that is literally the first time we've had any information on them we are definitely spren and we saw them in one of the oathbringer flashbacks Mm -hmm. yep they've been in or where where delinar's like hey my knife's missing i'm gonna go walk into the high school really yeah and then he sees one of those things and gives him the bird yep yep (laughs) yep I completely forgot about that. Because <laughs> young Dalinar is totally a frat boy. Yeah. He, he is. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. He's a frat house. House Colin in that time. <laughs> yeah. Definitely a frat house. For sure. That is true. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I really want to know more about these because this is like some weird foreshadowing crap that. Yeah. Like, think how little the Stormfather mattered in book one and then how much the Stormfather matters yeah. now. Like, mm-hmm. let's be real here. Yeah. And and this is... Those things could matter a lot. And they are even less prominent, a lot less prominent. The, like, Stormfather is at least part of the culture and the language sure. of these. Yeah, yeah, right. And, and these are like... <laughs> Kaladin sees one of them. Dalinar sees, sees one of them. He sees two of them. Sure. Kaladin sees two. Mm. Yes. And neither of them think anything of this. Yes, yeah, like, they, well, they don't... They're not like, oh, weird. Yeah. 
Like, the thing is that we, because of the way sure. that they've described as well, we don't even know how many legs they have. They're just described as having legs. But Spindly. then it's, it's, yeah, and it's worded so strangely where it's like, are they, are they like giant? Because I think one of the theories we had during Way of Kings was that they were what chasm fiends uh, mm. pupate into, as they pupate yep. into giant storm oh. spread. It was, it, it was just, we have what? no idea what they are. We, the questioner said that, you know, we see two of them, but we don't know how many they are because every time someone talks about a storm, they say they can see giant shapes moving in the storm. And it's like, uh, is it just the entire storm front? It's just covered into these, by these massive, huge spren? Like, I, I also feel like that the two spren, like the two things that Kaladin sees are described differently. Like that they look different from I each other. I think so as well. From each other? or From, from each other. One? Okay. Man. This is super weird. They are one of the what? things I want to know the most about. I'm like, every right. so often I remember they exist, this and I'm like, like, why don't we know anything about them? This is like a a freaking Cosmere mystery. Mm-hmm. Like, what the crap are these? Mm-hmm. Like, So, next questioner asks, is Kaladin related to Asudan? Brandon. I'm sorry, yes. who? Uh, Asudan. <laughs> Thanks, Ben. <laughs> no worries. 10 out of 10, I'm, I'm doubling your pay. <laughs> Yes, but it's not a close relation. A very complex system of things, but yes. Questioner, I was just wondering why he would recognize the melody she was humming. Brandon, that is not because they are related. I thought that was a sideways question about Kaladin's mom. (laughs) Questioner, I thought maybe she hummed that song. Brandon, no. Good question. Yeah, that's that's one of those- common song. Things in Oathbringer that I I kind of flagged as I was reading the thing mm-hmm. the first time. I flagged as I reread the book, and mm. I still have no idea where Brandon was going with it. Yeah, unless maybe it has to do with the rhythms and like just intrinsically recognizing that in some way. That's just something that popped in my brain brain thirty seconds ago. I don't. At this point in Stormlight Archive, anytime a tune or a rhythm or a beat is mentioned i'm assuming it's got something to do with rhythms capital r like Mm -hmm. uh, every every time like i at this point i'm convinced that pattern hums to rhythms i'm convinced that like the thrill thrums in people to the rhythms just everything absolutely yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, all those things like every like and then yeah she's probably humming to a rhythm and brand and kaladin's probably heard that before at some point because someone Mm -hmm. else hummed it at some point or it's yeah. like not even that he's ever heard it before, but like his yeah. soul recognizes that. Yeah, yeah, because it's part of huh. the, cosmos, the cosmic the rhythms. Yeah, I don't remember this at all. <laughs> cool. Uh, it's to specifically give you the fifteen second yeah. rundown when Kaladin and Elkar are going to Asudan's room to find yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. little Gavinor. He mm-hmm. hear Kaladin hears Asudan hum like a nurse. In my head, it's like a nursery rhyme. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he goes, huh, that sounds familiar. I wonder where I've... And then the action happens. Oh, he wonders where... He... He's heard it before. He's heard it before? Yep. Oh, that's weird. Yep. And and it's because of this, like, Brandon drawing attention to this rhythm that yeah. some people it have to do it. I was going to say... It's... Cosmere mystery! I might, need to search this. Song. I might be completely wrong Is about this, Vax? but then when, when we see her walking down the <laughs> yes. stairs in her full, Definitely. like, evilness, she's, like, humming it even more intensely, if I remember correctly. I think she's like full on singing it at that. Oh, okay. I don't remember. I don't. Yeah. yeah. I don't like. I think she was just 
Hey, why are you running away? Yeah. But again, that (laughs) Kaladin and Aesodon, I'm fine, Aesodon, whatever. (laughs) They're related. This is further evidence that Kaladin's, one of his maternal grandparents wasn't Dark Eyes, so... Next question! Can Odium sense where the Underblades are? Let's raffle that one, says Brandon. Which is, an, I think, an important question. Yeah. Why, why do but, you say that, Eric? Because uh, they sound like important things that Odium wants. <laughs> yeah. So Sure. Okay. They, they allow access to surges for everyone, and Syl's like, yo, you need to grab that Honor Blade, because that's real important, right? Like, these are important objects. They're part of Honor's soul itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're important. They They're gonna be, yeah, fucky things going on with them. It is interesting that they gave one of them to Moash. Sorry, to Vire. Yep. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm not, I'm, not, not, I'm not necessarily going anywhere with that. It's just... Yeah. Hey, one of those super limited edition collector's edition weapons. Fragments of honor <laughs> soul. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. We just we just gave one of those to this human this guy. that That has proved himself by killing Yezrian. <laughs> That's true. It is. But I mean he didn't need to work that hard. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't just stabbed him. Like it was it was what order was Riesrian the leader of? Uh, Windrunners. Okay. Who was Kalak again? Uh, Will Shapers. Okay, cool. So it's like they literally gave the murder of Yezrian, Yezrian's Shardblade. Which, yeah. interestingly enough, is that more important than we're thinking of? Like, with. Is that symbolically you, important? Yeah. Yeah. With, like, mm. Um, mm. salvage rights or something. Like, because right, yeah. you killed the herald, like you have you a claim on that sword. Ah, because the fused are pretty, pretty on it with their, they're pretty on it with their. Hey, you get this because it's yours. Yeah, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. ah. that is an mm-hmm. interesting question. But if anything, I would have gone the other way. I would have said, "Hey, is he now bound a little bit in the oath pact in some way?" I don't view those things I mean, like Zeth no wasn't, so. yeah. Zeth wasn't but Yezrin was also alive at that point yeah I swear to god if Marish is I, now I, a I herald I'm, gonna, I'm not going to be very no, happy I'm not, I'm not going <laughs> that far, I'm not going okay, that far. Okay. But, I, but I wonder if I don't know the other heralds can sense him hmm. things like that I, I, I'm very interested to see what's going to happen in, with Moash in book 4 because I'm like man there's so many what will happen? I have no idea. You know, yeah. like what? Sorry, fire. Great. Let's move on. Let's move on. Okay, so in the next web, uh, Ashara says, "Does a person have to die before they can become a cognitive shadow?" Which Brendan says, "Yes, depending on your definition of dying." <laughs> Ashara says, "The physical body dies," and Brendan says, "Yes." So you have okay, the good. physical body has to die to become a cognitive shadow. That makes sense. Yep. So an interesting takeaway here is that you can't kind of go comatose and like do do an astral. Well, I mean, there are cases where you can do astral projection type of thing, but yeah. you can't like split your cognitive aspect away and and like go and possess Spook's body or something. Yeah, you can't pull a Harry Dresden because that is totally yeah. something that happened in one of the Dresden books. <laughs> sure, 
I feel like that was very early on. Okay, because yeah, that's probably why I don't remember okay. it. Because I don't want to. I don't want to st- spoil. I cannot believe you just spoiled the Justin Files books for me. This I feel like it was like the first within okay, the first no, five or something. That's fine. <laughs> People get sensitive to spoilers <laughs> from other series. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Uh, then Arshara asks, "Is a cognitive shadow a copy of the cognitive or spiritual aspect?" Brandon. So this is a matter of some debate in the cosmere. <sighs> Philosophical questions. <laughs> By definition, you have to be ripped out of the body and persist. That's part of the definition. Which doesn't necessarily answer Wait, what? the question. Brandon? No, that definitely does not at all. Yeah. So I think I think what Brandon did here was he assumed she was going for, hey, is the cognitive shadow a copy or is it the actual yeah. aspect persisting? Yeah. Whereas I think she was going for, hey, you've referred to as you, you refer to your cognitive shadows as uh, copies of the mind, but also copies of the soul, and the soul is spiritual. Yeah, trying. I think she was trying to get between cognitive or spiritual rather than yeah. the copy business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So maybe yeah, we just non-answer. maybe we just need to ask this again more explicitly. Yeah, it, it's he was yeah. hung up on the copy. Part. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yep. Right. Not the cognitive spiritual yep. aspect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. I just remembered it is the third Dresden Files book, so we're good. Great. <laughs> I can't believe you Great. spoiled the third Dresden um, Files book for me. <laughs> it's like the recommendation <laughs> is to start at like book five, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> it's a bad recommendation. Uh, yes, it is. I think I think six is a good start. It's I think one is a good start. Who started it? But I go book two because I I bounced off of book one. It's like eh. I didn't really like book two. Anyway, okay, moving on. So, um, Arshara asks: Has Braze always been nine centric, or did it become so because of Odium? Brandon Raffo. I am always uncomfortable with the emphasis that Brandon puts on natural numbers. Let's say let's just natural numbers. Okay. Has Nalth has always been eye-centric? <laughs> Well, I think it's like because humans are very natural number centric, and so their perception makes that important to Cosmere. Ah, it's a it, it's an stupid. easy cop out in a lot of the a That's lot of the stupid. Cosmere things. That's stupid. <laughs> Moving on. Let's move on. Moving on to a different prominent member of the community, Sparkle Hearts, who's been going to a million Who events. All of them. All of them. Yeah. It's just like and back in time too. We'll see her on every single Skyward signing somehow. Yeah. I mean, she, she, she said she was going to dial it down, but she's not. It's okay. <laughs> um, asks, are we going to get a story about what happened to Vivenna between Warbreaker and Oathbringer? Whether I will write that as a story or not, I'm not sure, says Brandon, but it will come out. So, so it might show up as a word of Brandon, it might show up as like a blog post or a short online essay or something, or like an email. Or we'll just hear, no, we could we could just hear about it secondhand rather than being in Vivenna's viewpoint oh, sure. and reading yeah. that story. Or it could like, be that's... part of Warbreaker's secret history, yeah. which Brandon <laughs> has mentioned <laughs> explicitly in those words. <sighs> just Really? Yes. I, I, sometimes I, sometimes I want Brandon to drop a lot of, not all the projects, but a lot of projects. And just feed me secret histories. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's true. It's still, 
Secret History 1 was just like one of the craziest <sighs> things ever. Like, hell yes. I mean, yeah. what are you hiding, Brandon? Tell me. Mish, Mish Tell was me. asking about our favorite books, and it's like Stormlights and Secret History. That's. Yeah. Mm hmm. See, we've had cool. we've had a year of like no Cosmere. I one day I just want a year of nothing but Cosmere. That'd be nice. <laughs> cool. So for the next one, we get Steel Dancer asking about Amram's kind of sudden turn in Oathbringer, where Brandon kind of talks about how he won like Amaran's fall was slow and a steady descent, but because we just didn't get any viewpoints of Amaran because there was already too many viewpoints in Oathbringer, he couldn't really show it. And he also said that the Kaladin is the Kaladin thing was like the worse than anything he did in Oathbringer. Uh, so yeah, he wanted to, he wish he could have included it, but there was just too too many characters and he couldn't include it. Yeah, Amram was kind of uh, a bit sudden, a very much a side thing. It's just like, hey, let's have that fight. I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah, it, it's a lot like um, in Wheel of Time in the last book. There is a deleted sequence from the point of view of a major antagonist. Ian. Okay, I was going to say, I thought you were about to spoil it. I was going to be like, stop spoiling other books. Yeah, <laughs> it's podcast. called River of Souls. It's in the Unfettered Anthology. But right. it yeah. was ultimately cut because it was very long and it didn't necessarily fit the book. Right. But it that just reminded me very much of this. Sure. No, I, I, MRM, I, secret history. <laughs> please. No, I, I don't think I've gone on the record saying this, but I've always liked MRM. As a you are off antagonist. the podcast. <laughs> I, 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 and I, I know, like, I, literally everyone in the world hates him. I'm like, I, in I what understand. way do you like him? Hmm. Go away, man. Um, <laughs> do are, do you need hot. to be on the um, Cosmere Bays podcast <laughs> to talk about how you like Amram? So I don't like him as as like a like. I understand he's a villain, and I yeah. But I think he's a better villain than people give him credit for. Like a lot of people hate him immediately just for what he did to Kaladin. And a a part of me, I was gonna say a big part of me, but that's dangerous. A part of me <laughs> understands why he did that. Absolutely. Sure. I can I can easily see a situation where he goes, Hey, I know the end of the world is coming. I know we need to be ready for. There are these shard blades here. There's the shards. I can give him to this random bridge man who's gonna do whatever and he's dark eyes or yep. i who is a, a warrior and a general of many years can just take them and use them to save yeah. the world yeah i think that's one yeah. of the reasons that people hate him the most is because he kind of speaks that inner fear of like would i do the same thing in that situation because i mm. also i'm with you i completely understand why he did what he did and, and that's what makes it. Oh, and that's I what makes it horrible. Murdered yeah. Kaladin on the spot. Oh yeah, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't even <laughs> give him the, the satisfaction of like. I wouldn't even give him. You know that. Oh, I'll just enslave you and kill your friends. I, I, I would have killed Kaladin as well. I would have killed all the people in the room as well with my brand new shotgun. Like, Bang. <laughs> I, I would like to point yeah. out that I think the fact that you understand where Amram was coming from in Way of Kings makes it so that in Oathbringer you don't understand where he is right now, that that makes it less good. Yeah. I, you know, it's like, in, in that Odium's change. When he talked about right? like how his army, because like as soon as the, the Dalinar's reso resolution to the situation of, I know, in order to get rid of the problem of the Sadius army, I'm just gonna ship him off to some random city on the other side of the world, so no problem. I'm like, no, that's, that's gonna backfire, because if yep. I was the, the oh, army, yeah. I would not be very happy, so 
Maybe the switch to Odium was a bit much, but I can understand why he really, really turned against Alano at that point. Okay. Well, yeah, but I I don't know. Needs more, okay. I think. So, I wish there could have been more. Yeah. In story terms, I think in Way of Kings and Words of Radiance, Amaram is an anti-villain. Like, he's doing the wrong thing, not because he thinks it's... Not because he wants to, but because he hmm. thinks he has to. Whereas, yeah, like... Right. In Oathbringer, he transitions into being a villain, which is doing the wrong thing because he wants to. And we don't see the transition, so it's not satisfying. Yeah. Right. I agree. Yeah, because I I, I definitely thought that, yeah, he switched radium size. I'm like, okay. And then when he swallowed the sphere with, yeah, like Nara in it, and I'm like, yeah, that's, that's, I'm like, come on, would you, would you go that far? Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. It didn't. It, because you just you understood where he's coming from in book one and yeah. two, right? Like you, you, yeah, like everything he did made sense, and then it's like, bring it oh, just kind and of, then yeah. it didn't. Yep, yeah. That's yeah. I, I did feel like that. I was like, it's uh, yeah, really that far? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's a big sphere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I he prefer to like, yeah. Nope, not gonna make the joke that I was gonna make. <laughs> All right, <laughs> moving on. All right, Steel Dancer also asks. Given a situation where they have perfect knowledge of hemology, everything's known. Is it possible they could shard scalpel, scalpel, and spike to carefully to excise without killing someone? Brand says the real damage is to the soul. Steel, I'm ta- imagining taking out toxic sort of things. Brandon, you've seen Vasher do something similar, so it's not off the books that that's possible. So. Before we talk about what Vasher did, which is, I think, the real gem in yeah. this word of Brandon, yes. I think what Steel is asking here is, hey, with perfect knowledge and power, can you take away somebody's, let's say, pettiness or greed? Hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, I that's it- what I read as toxic sort of things. That's yeah. my take. I-, I view it as, like, psychic trauma. Oh, that- if you oh! go through like something like incredibly traumatic, could you like excise like that damage from? Which is the thing that Vasher did. Well, so, so I think yeah. that's what Brandon understood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the question though was about more. I, I, yeah. I think both in- both interpretations lead to to very much the same way. Hey, can you take away very specific bits of of hmm. somebody with hemorrhage? Yeah, with hemorrhage without yeah. killing the person. Yeah, yeah. Which and we've then- known it's possible not to kill them. Before, yeah, and then the bombshell of yeah, that's that's kind of what Vasher did, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But if you think about it from Ian's perspective, then it's super obvious and not that yeah. interesting because Vasher did do that. He did excise sh- that bad memory yeah. from that girl. Yeah. Technically, I guess he the had bomb- the girl excise it from her memory herself, but that's semantics. Oh, okay, Definitely. yeah, right. Welcome to semantic cast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yes, thank you. You're right. You are correct. So, in that case, then, I think that's exactly what that means, then. So, cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, this next one is asked by Steel Dancer. I love the way this is worded. And I, like, <laughs> Steel Dancer, I would just like to personally thank you for the way you phrased this question, because I find it hilarious. So, if Kaladin created a kid, well, he had not summoned Syl in a while, then he made another kid right after he summoned Syl, would they have different colored eyes? Brandon, wow, I'll wrap up that for now. 
That is such an LDS way to phrase this. <laughs> yes, it, it is. is amazing. <laughs> Holy crap. It's like, not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just amusing. Yeah. Let's, let's be real. Yeah. It is fun. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I would have said, like, sired a kid, but like, created a kid is just. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> don't it, usually it, use I wouldn't those describe words. that action as that, but yeah. yeah, so, sure. yeah. yeah, yeah. Let me just get my kid creation yeah. kit out, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And lo, a kid was created. <laughs> That's right. Like, oh, oh hey, Gollum made another one now. So, <sighs> so if we and if we stop making fun of Steel for a moment, okay. as, as yeah. much yeah. as it pains That's me to say to that, <laughs> we love you, Steel. So that's a raffle. Obviously, this is this is going at whenever Kaladin summons Sil after the third oath. His lights go light. His lights go light. Yeah, I, I was saying that sentence, and at some point I was like, wait, I didn't say something right. My light goes light <laughs> for you. When, when, he, when his eyes goes out, go eyes. <laughs> when Kelvin's eyes go light. Yes. We've been yeah, doing yes. this for a while, so we're getting a little punchy, people. Yeah. And loopy. Um, loopy. Is, like, is, is, that, is that change just physical? Is his uh, spiritual aspect being changed temporarily is his physical dna being changed temporarily uh, obviously the answer is raffle so we don't know yeah well <laughs> we know that like what do we think a lot of the light eyes on roshar are a direct result of radiance having kids not all of them but like yeah do we know that yes we do it's from a chicago signing <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was you, though. <laughs> you just got Ian. <laughs> it's this. This usually happens to me. So Specifically, so I think gratifying. it's the Chicago signing right after firefight. That's awfully specific. Yeah. There's a reason for that because so that's the, one of the signings I have spent the most time working on through various iterations of interview date um archives oh yeah that uh, was one of the first yeah, ones like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. that's right that's right like i've yeah. okay that explains that then i've inputted that thing across like three different archives and i originally transcribed it in the first place so so my the reason i thought light eyes were like the connection between light eyes and radiance that i thought was there was and, and i think this was this was even mentioned in oldbringer mm. was that People were used to the Radiance being noble people of power and control. And so when they went away, right, just people continued to associate light-eyeness. Yeah, it's, it, it's right. a cultural thing. It's a mimetic as well as genetic um, kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. so I'm just going to quickly paraphrase it. Asking about why Shalon's eyes didn't change color. And Brandon's because they were already light. Yep, I remember that. So it's not like honors. No, it is not. It is just kind of the way that the changes the stormlight is making the body. And certain people are already descended from people who had repeated over time changes by the body, which stopped physically. Hmm. Which, that's not to say that's huh. all. That's not to say that all light eyes. That's where they came from. There are some that are natural mutations. Interesting. What is interesting here is that I remember the natural mutations part as a part of a wob. 
Yeah. It's just the line <laughs> before the is gone from my memory. Like Vasher showed yep. up at my house and was like, what up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he told you how to excise that. Yeah, that's right. Okay. And this this last one is great because it also tops off the hemolurgy stuff. Yep. And he talks about teeth. Well, yes. and there is something interesting that I want to talk okay. about with this. So the question reads as, would it be possible to make hemolurgic dental fillings if there were a mad scientist dentist, <laughs> which you say, like, there are any dentists that are not mad, mad yeah. scientists. I don't mind going to the I dentist. I hate going to the dentist. I just haven't gone to a dentist in too long, so I really need yeah, to do that. Yeah, you really so maybe I'll feel. Don't think- I'll, I'll, maybe I'll feel differently soon. Like, yes. hey, what, what can you do with this nugget of ATM? <laughs> and so Brandon says, I've thought about this. Of course you have, Brandon. I think that would be possible, but for hemolurgy to really work, I needed to... It doesn't actually have to be touching the blood, despite what they think. Mm -hmm. Mm. But I think your average dental filling is not going deep enough. Questioner exclaims, root canal! (laughs) And Brandon just continues, but yeah, yeah, you you could make that work. I have always found that we have not talked about the connection between hemolurgy and blood nearly enough. Yes. Even though that's why it's called hemolurgy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The hema part, right? Um, yeah. To evoke blood. Right? Yeah. I, I may have brought this in a previous podcast when I was reading annotation or old uh, Time Wasters Guild archives. But wasn't Brandon's... It was definitely called the Time Wasters Guild. <laughs> Time Wasters Guide. <laughs> Look, that was 10 years ago, okay? <laughs> That's true. It Time Wasters Guide. Um, yeah. But it's, at some point, I think Brandon was asking, hey, how, how do these names sound for a magic system that deals with blood? And I, th- I think he was toying around with sangrimancy or sanguimancy or something along these lines. Oh, wow. As, a, as, a, as an early version of hemology. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I think it was sangrimancy. Originally... Hemology was frukami. Like yep. that's what frukami was called. Glad glad he changed yeah. that. Yeah. Um but I don't know. We 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 always forget the the blood part of hemology mm-hmm. being like an important aspect of yeah. it. So I just it, it's I, like I, I like the it blood being in motion has to do with the spiritual realm or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. So I, I I like this just because it reminds us that that is an important component. But not as important as we might have thought. Yeah. Well, I, mean, this- I, I think that might, maybe it's just a technicality and just like, it'll probably work better if you do yeah. Yeah. touch the blood. Probably. That, that's mm-hmm. kind of how I'm taking that. Hmm. And there's obviously the, hey, submerging spikes in blood prevents decay. Yeah. That's always been the big that's one for I me. I totally forget about that's- that. I totally forget well, about because that. Because we only found out about that in Secret History, I think. No, why? It was mentioned there. We found out... No, we found out about it in Shadows of Self. Really? But it was I thought also... it was Error 1 that we found that out. No. No, no, no. no, no. It wasn't in And then Secret History came out. Sure. And Kelsio was like, hey, these Inquisitors are carrying spikes oh, in blood. And... Yeah, I remember now, yeah. We, we even have a wob in the past where somebody was like, hey, what if they do the spiking in a bloodbath? Would that theoretically transfer a hundred percent of the trait onto the recipient of the spike? Ooh, which I think no. I think the answer to that was no. I think the answer is no because there's still loss just mm-hmm. innate yeah. to hemology. 
but it mm. would be less yeah. than if Spiking they do the, the, the terrifying thing with the table. Yeah. <laughs> Hemolurgy, it is. Don't don't do hemolurgy, kids. Don't <laughs> don't do hemolurgy. Do kids. Go to school. And don't do hemolurgy. Go to school. I hemolurgy I makes great. you bald. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> makes you go blind. I <laughs> certain hemolurgies, yeah. Okay. I I have always really liked the idea of like medicinal hemolurgy. I I do too. Like you get especially with medallions coming in, you could get like a gold compounder and you could just keep spiking stuff oh. out of there and you've just got a place to just continuously create hemolytic spikes and were like, you the main proponent for the the hospital with the gold compounders in era three type of thing yeah where you'd kind of like a little factory where you kind of spike stuff out of people they grow it back and you can make another spike out of it point of it, order yeah. goat compounders gold compounder <laughs> definitely so, said I heard goat yeah gold. we definitely I heard have goat to... compounders well, that's so I was... fancy that eric <laughs> no. you, have, you have fun with your goat compounders over no, there no the goat compounders <laughs> the mortal enemy or... of the mistborn llama no no golds <laughs> ah, were yes. spiked Confirmed. in the making of this podcast <laughs> yeah because yeah. yeah, like uh, medallions are nice but if you could get like a permanent i uh, i i like i came up with the phrase hemologic implant where you just go to the doctor and you're like oh yeah can i just get some like ah oh, I, I want some gold and they're like yeah sure and they just gets like a like a needle gun and just goes and then just stick could you say a nail ah, gun yeah and it just like n-a-l-e like it just 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 it hits you in the arm with the old spike and it just goes a, yeah cool now you got a, now you got you got gold Rukumi. hey yeah cool yeah great cool well you can find all these words of brandon at wob.coppermine.net on arcanum and Oh man, I, I know we've done a lot of word of Brandon episodes, but uh, there are more uh, on the horizon. Real Skyward has a real tour, but uh, oh, we're, we're we're probably not going to have those in November. They'll probably be December, January ish, yeah. yeah. and we're going to have to be super choosy because I don't even know how we did the Oathbringer tour in three episodes. So great, yeah. <laughs> we've been we've been, but we're much more practiced now. But hmm. yeah, so th- prepare yourselves for that. Uh, I know. I understand why some of you were like, yeah, I don't really like the word of brand episodes, but I hope you found this interesting. I mean, there's certainly some interesting things and questions that we talk about on this podcast that were answered. So it's nice. So with that, it's time for Who's That Cosmere Character? Who's That Cosmere Character? Let's get to it. So welcome to Who's That Cosmic Character? This is the game where you, the listeners, send in five clues and a character to who's that cosmic character at gmail.com. I will then read out those five clues and the rest of these guys have to try and guess who the character is before we get to the fifth clue. And then if they can't get out the fifth clue, they all lose. So character number one and clue number one. This character is female. Iolaisadius. It is one of these times. It is not Iolaisadius. Hesina. It is not Hesina. <laughs> Didn't we do this before? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't we? I, I'm feeling deja vu I'm getting, here. I'm getting flashbacks. Is, is it, is it yeah. Sil? It's not Sil. Um, oh yeah, this was sent okay, in by right. Bonnie Johnson as well. I always forget to say the Thank name. Thank you. Um, wow, you're so terrible at hosting I, um, this creator of this segment. <laughs> Clue number two. This character is dead. Evie. It is not Evie. No, that was the one that happened. Before. Yeah, it was every previous. We have yeah. those two clues. 
is dead. Raiden's mom. <laughs> it is not Raiden's unnamed mom. Her mom. Her mom. Um, Mama. <laughs> Shalon's mom. It is not Shalon's mom. Who is also He's also a also name. A name. Um, yep. This character is mentioned in Oathbringer. Great. Uh, oh, Acedon. It is not a Sweden. It <laughs> <laughs> gets worse and worse. <laughs> no, he did this. He did this last time. I guess she's more than just mentioned. In yeah. Oathbringer, I would consider her I mean, more than mentioned. Technically, she was also mentioned. mentioned yeah. Like, you know who else was mentioned in Oathbringer? Shalom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, we also did see a lot of her, but she was indeed mentioned. Dead female character mentioned Ashenai? in It is not Ashenai, but that's a really good guess. Oh, man, I thought Ian had that there. Oh, crap. Hmm. And this is a person who's definitely confirmed dead, right? Confirmed dead. Not, like, hypothesized to be dead? I I, I think they're as confirmed as you can get as this. As you can get. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. That's fine. Without I don't need it notarized, okay. but you know. <laughs> I wonder if that's a trick question. Is it Lady Leshwi? It is not Lady Leshwi. But that is also a good guess. That yeah, that's clever. Okay, so clue number four. This character was killed by Odium. Oh wait. By Odium? Killed by Odium. Aeona? It is not Aeona. Ulida. Oh, Ulida. <laughs> I get well, it first. I got it first because I finished before you did. No, yes. no, no. I got it first because I I'm hearing your Skype after it, so I win because uh, I that's the I'm in, recording. In, in, I, I'll <laughs> check the timestamps when we record. Okay. I was like, because okay. to I is you said that at the exact same time. Yeah. <laughs> and so yes, it is Ulida, the shard of <gasps> ambition. Yes. Yeah. The vessel of ambition. Vessel of ambition. Sorry. Uh, and the crew number five was this character's a shard of Adonasium. I couldn't. So, I couldn't remember her name, no. and so I went yeah. for Aeona. I was like, when you said Aeona, I was like, oh my god, you're like this close. Like, wait, what? I, I was like, not understand. Personally killed by? Did Odium personally kill people in Oathbringer? But I'm like, oh right, right, yeah. right. Shards. Right. Yeah. Got definitely. It. Right. And then cool. We got something different uh, for our second yes. character. I. I am. I will check. I will check who won and put it in the comments below. Okay. On that one. Okay. If so, you say so I am giving the others a chance yes. to catch up to my magnificence. Yep. Oh. Okay. Ian. And your humbleness. <laughs> <laughs> I, I never claim to be humble, ever. Yeah. So, humble Ian has come up with person. his own one this one. Yeah. It's like my fatal flaw is hubris. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> hubris and vanity. Come on. Yeah. So the 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 real shard that you'd actually pick up would be ambition. No, because that no, <laughs> I ambition could be hubris. Eh. That's in there. There's a lot of That's other it. things that are ambition that I would not personally identify with. So mm. okay, so I will be giving the clues for this one. I suck Ooh. at who's that cosmic character, so this is going to be interesting. Okay. <laughs> you, yeah. Ben, you cannot possibly be as bad as Josh. There, there's just no okay. way. He, as long as you don't the worst. guess Hoyd in drag on a horse. <laughs> <laughs> or Bilbo. <laughs> or Bilbo. The classic. <laughs> that was supposed to be a joke. 
Okay, we will never let jokes slide. Welcome to Radiant Park, Vax, Dragons. <laughs> Clue Sorry. number one. This character is an antagonist. Okay, so I'm straight away, my brain's going to sell because it's Ian. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to guess uh, Zoo from the Emperor's Soul. That's a very good guess. It's wrong, but it's a very good guess. Okay. I'm going to guess what's... God, I always... I, he was uh, a, the striker in uh, Emperor's Soul. Ah, the striker, yes, of course, yeah. obviously. That kept yeah. on saying, I'm going to kill you. With uh, ah. the, yeah. the one who does the striking. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah. That I totally thought was going to fall in love with this guy when I first read that <laughs> no. book. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you, you did misread that one there. I, I would agree there. Well, it's like, I, that's totally yeah. a trope that happens in books. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have referred to the evil minister dude in Elantris as Minister Frollo for so long, I've forgotten his actual name. Minister um, Frollo? <laughs> from the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah, from the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Not Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. Yeah. I've never seen that movie. It's are great. You, are you Frollo is Hraithan? I'm Hraithan, that's his name. Yeah, he always reminded me. He, he basically burst, almost burst into song when he was standing on top of the walls of Elantris. Okay, is that your guess? <laughs> Oh, I don't know because I feel like that would be way too obvious. As as you, what if as it's you like think, Roshar? What if it's Roshar and it's not sell at all? Yeah. That'll be the funny. Do you know what I'm just gonna say? Oh yeah, Hraithan's my guess. Go on then. It is not Hraithan. Cool. Uh, I would like a clarification. Okay. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> clue one. Do you, clue one. <laughs> do you consider with with all the talk in the past two podcasts? Do you consider anti-villains to be anti-antagonists? Um, I would consider it an anti-villain and an antagonist, yes. Okay, so this guy, in okay, cool. that case, Taravangian is my guess. It is not Taravangian. Ooh, okay. All right. Clue number two. This character is associated with money. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Who's that guy in Shadows for Silence? The guy who attacked them? You know that guy in that I time. Know, I'm I'm I say the guy more intensely, and we'll, we'll I, I remember. I barely it. remember <laughs> silence from Shadows for Silence. <sighs> okay, so no, we, we have we read a thing on yeah. the when we were talking about the the weird things in the Cosmere. Does that guy yes, who like, owns, like took William Mann? Yeah, he, yeah, he had money, right? The, the guy right? who was yeah. like, "Hey, Silence, give me money for your pub." Um, uh, oh, that one, and then. It started with a T, right? A T? Yeah? Maybe. Yeah? I don't know, yeah. but as you guys try to remember his name, I'm going to guess Duke Teoraii. That is a very good guess that I was hoping someone would guess. That is wrong. Who's Duke Teoraii? Yeah, Telri Tel would be what normal people... That would be what normal people would say, Ben. <laughs> I, it's oh, not I what uh, Aerolish would say. Yeah, well, I don't care about that okay. because, hey, look, it... Uh, d- doesn't matter. You don't even say Kelsier, which is what they've taken. <laughs> 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 isn't there? Isn't there? I'm uh, an hypocrite. I don't care. Asadon. Asadon. Is there someone Elantris, in Era Serene. 2, Mistborn, who, who is like a banker? Maybe? Uh, yes, there is a character in Era 2 that is a banker who yeah, is very right. important. Uh, I, I, My guess is that, that guy in Chalice uh, of Silence. I'm not going to accept that. I need a name. A man needs a name. (laughs) 
Well, uh, I'm going to give myself a half point if that's right. So there. I, I don't remember that name. I'm sorry. Can you describe him? Yeah, if you give me some yes, more was, about that character. He turns up it was in like the person the second- in the forest and they attack. He dies by a shade at the end of the story by okay. who was Silence's uh, grandfather, right? Right. Maybe. Or no, it was just father, right? Maybe. No. It, he died by a shade okay. at the end. That was the guy. So, Ben, do you have a guess? Before I confirm or deny, Eric. I'm going to say it was the banker character in Era 2. <laughs> that I can't remember <laughs> was more than anything one else <laughs> about. So you don't remember Edward Ladrian, Wax's uncle. There you go. Which no. is wrong. <laughs> Wait, because not, Eric is right. No, he takes, he takes Wax to a banker. He was involved with money, but I don't think any of you heard what I just said about Eric being right. Oh, is Eric right? Yes. Oh, right. No, yeah. What was his name? Theopolis. Did it start with a T? It started with a T. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so for the record, my next clue was this person resides in a system heavily affected by odium. Ooh. That would have. Oh, man. That would be definitely one that if David was on the podcast, he would. argue with yeah. you yeah. but i guess it was it was affected by ambition's yeah. death yeah. but like which was oidium's fault yeah clue number four so, so. was this character is killed by a cognitive shadow yeah and then clue number four was clue number five was this character works with silence montaigne yeah well done eric Yes, very good. I'm, I'm pretty pleased with my two two guesses. <laughs> yes, okay, you were very good, and, and that like okay. But like no, I and God, God help me if there's a minor character in Six of the Dust. That I, <laughs> I almost like, oh, did geez. a Six of the Dust character, but I'm like <laughs> I'm not going to be that mean. I think you, there's not really that many characters. Yeah, I was, was going to say how many characters are in Six. I'm almost certain there's only two. There's, there's three. Six and oh, is, who's the who's number three? The um, uh, first of the sky. Who is the dead guy that you find? I wouldn't count that as a character. <laughs> he has been a character on Who's That Cosmere character before. Oh, has he? Oh, okay, fair yeah, enough. As have both of his AVR, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The AVR ones I enjoy. <laughs> cool. That's not, that's not true, Ben. There's also Yalani the Brave, who is a mythological Elikin woman. I thought we weren't allowed to have mythological characters on Who's That Cosmere character anymore. You're definitely right. I'm saying there's more than two characters there. Which that's I, all I'm saying. Which I disagree with. You can still send in mythological characters as long as you include no, it in the clues. No, as long as, as they're good. Yeah, but if they're good. Like, obvious. And you make it clear that it's, yeah. I, needs, a character needs to be mentioned more than literally once, yeah. I think. Like, come on. Though, we have done that. You, we we've have done, definitely we've said they done. We've said they're good. Like, yeah. the um, king of Silnasen is mentioned yeah. once. And we did that one. Yeah, but that was also like a giant paragraph about him that wasn't just like literally a single <laughs> sentence. Yeah. If the sentence, that's different, right? Yeah. There was like an entire page on it of Yasna reading about that king, which is different from Xtes, which was mentioned literally once in a single <laughs> sentence. Like, come on, those are different things. We're done. Follow us on 17shard.com. We have all the news theories, discussion, and fun that you could ever want. You can find us on Discord. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, 
YouTube. Leave us a comment below. Leave us a review on iTunes. And we will see you guys next time. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Call.